Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. 4.2 this morning, 4.30 a.m. Damn. Everybody okay? Yeah, I think everybody's all right down here. It was weird, though. Uh, like, I've never really been woken up by one of the earthquakes before, but this one woke us up from the dead sleep because it was like a real hard jolt and really? then kind of a nice rolling for like two or three seconds. So one of those sustained ones, which is a little more rare, usually by the time you figure out what's going on, it's kind of over. That's scary, Yeah, man. Yeah, this one kind of rolled, and uh, Mrs. Davern was like, she was like, ah, there's an earthquake. And I, I was I was awake as well. And I just went, ah, just it's just it's gonna be all right. <laughs> like By that time I was, was like, over. let it I was like, let it roll. Let it just happen. I don't know. I think I literally said let it happen. <laughs> In my weird uh half awake state. I was like, yeah. let it happen. You could oh. be dab couldn't be bothered. Let's get this crowd going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Now. He's gonna throw down the middle. The ball is caught. Hey, that's great football now. 35-40 down the far sideline. We got a five, baby. He's still moving. He's gonna go. Go Hawks. Are you kidding me? Yes. Hey, wow. Wow. 20, 10, touchdown, Seahawks. It's the Seahawks podcast. I'm Seahawks super fan Brett Davern. He is number fifty-one middle linebacker Lofa Tatupu. Ready to do the show? Let's get it, brother. All right, buddy. On today's episode, the return of basketball, we got Dodgers throwing at Astros. Russell Wilson is better than Patrick Mahomes. And the signing of a brand new strong safety or trade for a brand new strong safety up there in Seattle. Uh, The the trade of Jamal Adams and Bradley McDougal, then we'll get into all of it. Um, Let's just start with basketball, though. We'll start off slow. The return of basketball tonight, we're getting more sports back. How excited are you, Lofa Tatupu? Honest, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I'm not that excited. Uh, oh, as much wah, as I love wah. playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> What's the old I mean, sound from uh, The Price is Right? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. Have you been watching any of these uh, scrimmages? Is that yeah, it's it? weird. It's weird. I, I'm like literally just, I, I watch uh, like Bleacher Report for the highlights. Or <laughs> yeah. You know, like. That tells me it catches me up. I don't know. I mean, and how long is the season? I I haven't been keeping up. We'll put it that way. Um, Honestly, I don't even know any of the details. I just know they're going to be back on the TV, and they've been in the bubble, and so it's just too quiet in the gymnasium. Then, oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's different, right? Man. Yeah, I know. But when they start going for a championship or something, I, it's going to be uh, honest. I, yeah, going to have to watch. You know, well, so that's what I really, you know, uh, zone in on on golf. Uh, I mean, on on basketball and baseball. I, right. I enjoy the play, even hockey. Like, because unless you go to a hockey game, um, you don't get to see the fun stuff. Uh, you know, the atmosphere, everything. So, yeah. When you're watching from TV, yeah, I'll I'll tune in for those playoffs. 
Well, you know what was fun to watch on TV, even though there was no crowd there, was uh, Dodgers pitcher Joe Kelly throwing at Astros. Did man. you catch that? Oh, he's throwing the heat. And- <laughs> oh, man. He's an American hero. I, let's put him on our shoulders. I, I love it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I have no problem with it whatsoever. And I think anyone that does is either an old fuddy-duddy or just like... Because here's the thing. They suspend the guy eight games for, for taking a few shots at the Astros and then you know calling him names and making pouty faces at him and stuff, which I just thought was funny. He gets suspended eight games. The Astros still get the World Series that they cheated during. I mean, yeah. it's a little unbalanced, don't you think? I mean, suspended for like half the season, right? (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) With only like 50 to play. Uh, Yeah. yeah, We knew it was going to happen, you know? Right. uh, I'm telling you, it might still happen. Um, But yeah, I don't, you know, it's it's a tough situation, right? You you can't really feel bad for the, uh, you know, the Astros. No, no. Yeah. Uh, And the Mariners, you know, because the Mariners started off the season playing the Astros in a four game series and they didn't take any shots at the Astros at all. But you knew the Dodgers were going to because that was the team they were playing in the World Series. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's yeah, there's still still bad blood out there, you know, for sure. Um, Do you remember the first time you played the Steelers after the Super Bowl that shall not be named? uh, I do. Did anything go on during that game? No, it was two years removed, and again, it it wasn't it wasn't us bitter or mad like at the Steelers. You know what are they going to do? Not accept the trophy? Um, yeah, that's true. It was it was a third party that, that <laughs> shall not be named. Yeah, uh, even though well, the NFL okay, what can't, about, they can't find well, who me was now. The, who was it? Who was the white hat during that game? Hey man, I mean, water under the bridge. I forgive the guy. <laughs> You know who it was, don't you? I can't think of it offhand. You're lucky. Yeah. You're lucky I can't remember his name right offhand. Do you remember what happened the next time you saw him on the field? Did anything get said or anything nah. at all? Nah, no, man. It's, you know, it is what it is. Um, nothing you could do about it. So, like, what are you... I know. And again, like I said, the only thing, the the only piece of mine and, you know, or piece that I could come away with is that it wasn't the fact that the moment was too big for me and my teammates. It was... Right. You know, something out of our control, literally (laughs) out of our control. Yeah, I know. I know. I have to ask. I'm not doing my job if I don't ask. No, it's all good. That's the thing. All right. You can always just say no comment. It's fine. We'll know what that means. I'm a big boy. I moved on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Hey, speaking of moving on, the Seahawks uh, have moved on from uh, Bradley McDougal or at least uh, made a trade with the New York Jets. Um, Bradley McDougal was a really nice player back there. I was really happy with him. I thought he was really solid, but when you have a chance to go get Jamal Adams, who is, uh, also in the NFL's top 100 of players and just like Russell Wilson and a couple other Seahawks that we'll get to in a bit. But when you got a chance at him, it seems like they, they couldn't pass up that opportunity. What do you think about the trade? Um, yeah, it, it's tough to see BMAC go. Um, he was a you know phenomenal piece to our defense and a you know, um, great guy off the field as well. Um, yeah, you know, saw him a lot of you know charity events. Uh, but you know, playmaker, you know, the guy that was underappreciated really, and I think he's going to bring a lot to to the Jets. So, you know, um, you know, good for them on that. And you know, I don't know where Jamal ranked on the top 100, but he, he's up there, right? And um, oh, yeah. You know, what did you, what were your feelings before I talk about it? Were, you know, we lost a great player in Bradley and what was it, three picks? What were your feelings on that? Yeah, I got to say, 
when I first read it, I mean, of course, we're all just waiting for Clowney to sign, right? So when I see Seahawks have made a move, yes. I'm first thinking Clowney signing. Then I see that it's this trade for Jamal Adams, which, like I was saying, I thought we were pretty solid with McDougald, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought, like, okay, when you got a chance at a world-class player, you might as well go ahead and get him. Uh, but I guess what it signals to me is that the Seahawks and the front office and Pete and John and everything, they feel like that window is obviously still open. Mm-hmm. And because it is, they want to just go for it right now. And as a fan of the team, you can't really fault them for doing that. However, I am a little nervous just with all the draft picks. But then again, we don't ever really pick in the first round anyway. There so, you go. I don't so, know. I, I'm good with it, I guess. I've been talking, yeah, I've been talking to a lot of people, you know, texts and, you know, calls and they're just like, hey, I mean, you know, was is his, you know, Adams really worth that much? And I was like, well, when you think about it, we've almost always traded out of the first. And right. even when we haven't, it's a pick somewhere around 24 to 30, you know, too. It's mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I, I was fine with with uh, with the trade in terms of uh, what we gave up to acquire. It was uh, it was tougher for me to let go of, you know, BMAC, um, you know, with all the plays that he's made. Um, yeah. So it's, um, you know, we'll see. But Adams brings, you know, another element to that defense. Um, I mean, you've seen Wags talk about it uh, just recently. I think they're both on Jordan brand. So, you know, they've talked <laughs> about the possibility of playing together. And, um, yeah. you know, it's uh, I think Adams coming off a season where he had almost seven sacks, you know, from the safety position. That's that's rare. Right. Um, of course. So yeah. He can come that, off the edge. He can yeah, cover you can, tight ends. You could put him in the box. There's a, there's, you know, your defense, there's a lot more things you could do with, um, with that, that kind of guy. So it's, it's exciting. And, um, and just the attitude he brings with him, you know, he, he enjoys playing football and he plays it the right way. You know, when you think of safeties in the NFL, it's funny. The aforementioned Steelers kind of come to mind because of Paul Amalu or uh, who else? Uh, uh, Bob Sanders back in the day for the Colts or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the Seahawks are really cultivating a, a just really nice safety culture yes. and sort of always have been for a long time with Kenny Easley going all the way back. Um, but it's not necessarily the position you think of first when you think of the Seahawks, but maybe we all should. It, it's, it's trending that way, right? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, some 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 ball players back there, man. and in the dominant times, I mean, Earl and Cam, and then Cam. now you got Quandre Diggs and uh, Jamal yep. Adams. Uh, so, uh, you know, in your day, you had Kenny Hamlin. You yeah, know, Hammer. so yeah, I think it it it's I, I I'm happy with it. I'm good with it. I think he's really versatile. Like you said, you mentioned the sacks, and I think it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, why not? And you know, the older I get as a sports fan, I just start saying, why not more often? Let's just have fun. Why not? The contracts will fall where they may. The draft picks will fall where they may. Like these guys are a certain age right now. The team is, you know, feeling good about themselves. You got a good front office in place. Might as well just shoot for the stars. Let's just win a million championships in a row. Why not? Yeah. Fine. By and me. I mean, this is, this is the time though. Right. And I think that, that solidifies uh, the the defense on on the back end, and yeah. um, you know, especially if we could, I, I keep holding, you know, holding my breath, crossing my fingers too. I hope we get Clowney because I mean that I we land Clowney, and you know, I don't want to say it's over, but pretty much, I don't, I don't know who's going to com- compete with all that. Let's go. Let's move on to the top one hundred though, because a lot of Seahawks in the NFL's top one hundred, the NFL Network does this every year. It's voted on by the players, so. 
that feels really cool. It's not just a bunch of sports writers and stuff. It's actually voted on by the players and the peers around them. Um, Seahawks in the top 100. Uh, Tyler Lockett checking in somewhere in the 60s. Jadavion Clowney, who might still be a Seahawk, might not be, but he's number 41 uh, in terms of you know just players in the league. Um, you got DK Metcalf on the list as well this year. Uh, Chris Carson on the list. And then our quarterback. That's our quarterback. Oh, number Wags. two. We got Wags in there. Oh, yeah. Wagner on there too. Sorry. Yep. 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 Don't but then the, the quarterback. Man. Come on. Number two. Number two, man. He's number yeah. two. Well, all I could say, I wish it was the writers voting on this, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> with, or maybe at least hopefully they, they see you know, how impressed his peers are with what he's done and continues to do. And and maybe now he gets at least one vote. Who knows? Maybe two votes? For MVP? Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. if it's that obvious to the players, you, you would wonder how, you know, anybody voting for MVP could could not give him one vote. Right, right. It also just shows the level of respect for Russell around the league. Um yeah you know, by the other players wanting want to vote for him. Because one thing to recognize talent, but then it's another thing to like, you know, sort of uh, not player hate and, and vote for him. And that, that <laughs> shows a certain right? level of respect, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's um, that's that's the the respect is what, what you play for right there. And then uh, you get it from your, your peers and um, you couldn't ask for more. That means, that almost means more than the MVPs that you know that the guys you're going against you know, respect you, you know, like that. Well, what do you think about him being above Patrick Mahomes on the list? Um, I mean, for all that he does for the team, I, I can see it. It's the, you know, the, the, you know, the guys that face him said so. So, I mean, right. You know, I'm, I'm not playing either of those guys. Uh, thank God. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, if, if they, if that's what they feel, I mean, that's, that's how it is, man. You know, because yeah. again, that's the difference between what the press believes and what the, you know, the players believe um, in terms of MVP. And but I'm sure Mahomes isn't happy about that. <laughs> He's going to play with a bit of a chip on his shoulder as if he needs any as extra motivation. It, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I know. But that's like the sports, that's like the sports talk thing to say, right? Like, oh, he, he was number four on the list this year. Yeah, Russell's number sure, two. Right? Do you think it'll up his level of play? Like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun. I like I like seeing our guy get a little bit more respect lately. It's it's nice. Um, and I think you know Russell obviously is just such a level headed, you know, humble guy. In his video clip on the top one hundred, I'm not sure if you saw it, but when they on the show where they say he's number two, he's like being interviewed about it as well, and he says at the very end of it uh, that he's just happy to be included in the top one hundred. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, Russell, let me pause the TV for a second. You're in the top 10, dude. You're in the top three, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Russell, Mr. Humble, as always. Yeah. I mean, he, he wants that ring. He wants another one, you know. Yeah. He's, uh, he'll worry about the uh, the all-time rankings, you know, down the road. Uh, right. But he's, he's focused on, on getting, you know, another Super Bowl. So, you know, it's always good to to know that that's the focus of the quarterback, right? Yeah. The thing that struck me about it too in watching the little package they put together on NFL Network is just how many times they kept saying uh, Russell has had eight years in the league and that feels impossible. 
Like, where did the time go? Feels like is he really? I honestly like if you asked this me to nine? stop me on the street off the top of my head, I would have said, "Oh, he's been in the league like five years, tops, maybe." Wow, he's almost been there a decade already. Incredible. Yeah, and time never missed flies a start. when you're having fun. <laughs> it sure does. He's our guy, man, and I love it. And I hope he's there for his entire career. That would be awesome. Yeah, another ten, right? Yeah, I hope so. Knock on wood. Yeah. Here, here. Uh, just in case you're wondering, on the full top ten of the NFL's top 100, uh, Derek Henry, running back, Tennessee Titans, checking in at number ten. Stephon Gilmore, cornerback, New England Patriots, number nine. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, which it's weird to see Arizona Cardinals next to his name, but. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins at number eight. Uh, George Kittle, San Francisco 49ers, number seven. Christian McCaffrey, six. Michael Thomas, number five. Patrick Mahomes, number four. Aaron Donald, number three. Our guy, Russell Wilson, number two. And Lamar Jackson, number one. I'm fine with that list. I like the good mix of defense and offense, and uh, I don't really have any major problems with that, to be honest. No, you'd figure uh, McCaffrey might be a little higher with how much percentage of that offense he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was he like ninety <laughs> percent? He touches the ball in almost every play. Might as well just move him to quarterback. Might as well. Maybe, maybe he can throw it around the yard a little bit. Let's give him a throw tryout. It, throw it to himself. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that though, can you? It has to be tipped. Uh, it has to be tipped. Yeah, like Mariota, he threw. What was that? That against the Chiefs, he threw one. It got tipped, and he caught it. And he ran in for a touchdown. So technically, it was a, a pass. Touchdown and uh, receiving touchdown by Mariana. Now, the Seahawks are doing something unique that we could touch on, which is uh, I haven't heard that other teams are doing this, but they're keeping Russell Wilson and Geno Smith isolated from each other so that if one of them catches COVID, the other quarterback won't, and that way they'll have a quarterback. So the quarterbacks are having meetings in different rooms, Mm. um, which makes Geno Smith the designated survivor of the Seahawks, I suppose. Um, hmm. but, uh, I think it's a good idea and it makes sense. I'm surprised a lot more teams aren't doing the same thing, even at other positions. I mean, that makes sense. Cause then I forget what it is. Was it quarantine for 14 days or whatever? So yeah. I mean, that's, you could be missing two games if that's in season. That's a wrap on the Seahawks podcast this week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll keep watching and keep our eyes peeled as training camp rolls on and we get closer to the regular season. And, uh, as soon as Clowney signs, I'll post a video of me doing a you know, happy dance or something like that. Uh, Lofa, break us down. All right. Well, I mean, you were reading my mind right there. Uh, so we're going to break it down to Clowney on three because that will bring us the championship ultimately. That's just the final <laughs> piece to the puzzle. I love it. All right. All right. So Clowney on three. One, two, three. Clowney. Clowney. Unbelievable. I guarantee you that wasn't an echo. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.